0: welcome to the stepping out bonus challenge today is day 29 i'm still so excited because i've managed to stick through um, to the end and um, well we've got two more days so i shouldn't say that yet but day 29 it is a very blessed day for me because, yeah, I have stuck through it. And I've done 29 days of posts, 29 days of podcasts. And um, I've been having a really lovely time. It's, it's definitely... Um Reflecting on some of the challenges has definitely been a positive activity for me and I'm also doing something that I really wanted to do for a very long time which is podcast and you know sharing the thoughts and um, um, reflections on the podcast and seeing the response that I've been getting it's been really great and I thank you to all all the people that have been listening. And um, it would be great to connect with you. You can leave um, messages on Anchor. Um, I'm not sure about the other platforms that you may be listening on, but you can send a message and you can link up with me on my blog. I'll leave my blog details in the um, description. And you can... Sign up to my mailing list. If you do sign up to my mailing list, by the way, you can get the free 25 things, 25 ways to be creative or 25 creative things to do. <laughs> it's, it's a free giveaway that I, I give to everybody who who signs up to the mailing list. And then um, I'm in the process of setting up an easing and um, what else, Um, a newsletter, um, just filled with stuff that you might want to learn, stuff that you might want to try out, things that you'd like to make. Um, I do reviews as well, so much more. And there are other prompts and challenges on my blog if you'd like to connect with me there. So welcome to day 29 of the challenge. So it's, it's funny how talking about this particular challenge, Memories of Home, has brought up so many memories for me. And as I walk down memory lane, some of the posts that I had written in the original challenge, of memories from home, feel as if they were only yesterday. And we're talking about things that are from my childhood, from growing up, and um, they are very precious to me. And even more so as I get older, I start to think about, you know, you think back at the past and the memories the people that you've lost. And um, I think it it's, you know, I think about the the really lovely times. I mean, there have been some really stressful and harrowing times, but the this is all part of the journey. We have both, you know, the good and the bad. And it's what you decide to do with either what you've been dealt or the experience that you go through, what you decide to do with the effects of that can then speak to the rest of your life. So you can try and pull out the nuggets and some things are really hard to pull out the nuggets of wisdom from, but if you persist, you will find something in there. There's something that comes out of the ashes. So as I said, today is the second part of the memories from home reflections and I'm glad that you could join me. So you are appreciated and I can't say that more often, more often, I will say that more often, you are appreciated and you are valued and you are loved. So we grew up in a three bedroom apartment and my sister had her own bedroom, which was, it was bigger than a box room. So um, she had her own room and my brother and myself had to share. So there was uh, four years between me and my brother. Um, And so it wasn't until my sister left home to go to university and I think she left about 16 and seven, or 17, 17, no 18, maybe. Anyway, so um, she went off to university and then my brother got her room because it was a smaller and because I was older, I got the, the room that we shared and um, we had moved into that particular house when I was seven years old I remember my it was my eighth birthday we had my eighth birthday there and it was just like it it kind of really marked it for me because it was a new place I mean my dad had to do so much decorating Um, it was a council a council flat and um, the previous tenants they just left in such a bad state they had a dog and they painted everything in black can you imagine black walls you came in and everything was so dark and um it was just yeah we had a little balcony um and for us it was you know from where we had come from in terms of when I spoke yesterday we had a two-roomed um We had two rooms, basically, and you had to do everything in these two rooms i think um outside um so this was my our old place where we moved from um, and um so we had two rooms, one my as I said yesterday, my dad, me, mum, and my baby brother, Robert shared and my sister had her own room and just outside there was like a two-ringed uh, stove i just remember that and um we used the the toilet i think and in those days they had um an outside toilet as well and i remember us you know especially in the winter and it was just like as young as i was i remember that so Um, The new home that we then moved into when I was seven, eight years old, it was our family home for over 30 years. And as time went on, we would, you know, go back and um, spend time, have family dinners at the weekends. And we continued that practice when we had children And um, and then when mum became ill with dementia, we needed to consider moving her into a more adaptable flat, which would um, because she was then beginning to need a wheelchair um, initially for short distances, but she was finding it difficult to go up and down the stairs and there was like two flights of stairs 14 in all I remember counting them There was like 14 stairs and we had to navigate this and when I was caring for her it was just like we've just got to make it up these stairs and even then when she um started to need the wheelchair um I remember the people that she used to go to a daycare centre and the people who would bring her back they wouldn't bring her upstairs so I had to go down because they weren't allowed as they said to lift um, the wheelchair so I had to go down I had to leave the wheelchair downstairs I had to it took about 20 minutes to get mum up the stairs and then I had to you know, put her, you know, seated, get her coat off and everything. And then I'd have to run downstairs and get the wheelchair. And I did that for years. It was just like, so anyway, so we, you know, got mum into an adapted flat and that was, that took quite a bit out of us. Well, I know I was affected because as I said, you know, we grew up there. And then you know, my son, that was the place that he knew as well, and the memories the memories of home posts when I started them, I think I started them at the right time. It was the, the right time for me, and it wasn't that I had thought, you know well, I've got to do this because it's it was just like I need to these memories started coming back, and I had lost my best friend you know we'd known each other since we were 16 and you know we'd gone to college together we then you know had kids and then we were in the theater together our children grew up because they were around the same age and then we worked together and it was just like we had a really it was a beautiful relationship you know i really I, I really miss i really miss barbara um who was my friend that passed and then two years after that my brother passed and it was just like this massive big hole had been left and, and there was nothing as we know, there's nothing that can, can quite ease the feeling of the loss that you feel. And, um, I I really don't know. I mean, I feel for the family, obviously, um, my friend's family and the kids and she had five kids and I, you know my brother's family. He had three kids, and um, it was just like you—you you didn't know how how you should feel because you you felt for their closest relatives, which was their children. Um, uh, but you know, I th- I started writing the posts and. When I started to look back on what we used to do as children and the adventures that we had had, I realized that when you stir up these memories, it helps to heal the wounds left by the ones that your loved ones who have departed. And I think think that's really key because I think in the beginning, you don't want to think of them because you feel pain and i- I understand that, and i I know that there was a period where my dad, when my dad had passed, that my mum, in the beginning stages of dementia, used to talk about him all the time, how they met, what he said, and I used to think, well, I've heard you've told me this story already, and there's no, nothing new to this story, but when my perspective changed, I realized that the more she told the story, the more I felt closer to my dad the more I felt closer to the young man that he was when he met mum. And so the more I started to talk about the um, adventures that we had, the things that we did, it made the pain of losing my brother and my best friend, as I say, it, it helped to heal some of the wounds left. It didn't feel so painful when I thought of them. And then I could smile and think of the things that we used to do. And I could, you know, and I, I talk about them regularly, about, you know, um, things that we used to do and stuff we used to say. And, you know, I, I go down memory lane very often, you know, like since being in Barbados, I'd, I was saying to myself, um... Only recently that, you know, my brother would have loved to to have been here, to have visited, to have spent time. And it would have just been so nice, especially when the family come over, you know, just to all be together and, you know, maybe go to the beach and just have that family time in a different environment. So I smile at the things that we did and all the near scrapes and the laughter and, and the adventures. We shared so many adventures when we were kids. And I also smile at the way that we begin to sound like our parents and you know, all those things that you swore you would never say suddenly start to roll off your tongue. <laughs> I was hearing, I was hearing myself say, well, if you can't hear, you're going to feel, you know, and my dad used to say that, you know, do you want to learn the hard way? You can learn either learn the hard way or the easy way. And the easy way always came about when you did what you were told the hard way came about with there was loads of crying and tears and you know somebody would either be grounded or punished and and it's just like yeah I'm when I get to an adult I'm never gonna say that and you hear yourself saying the words and one part of you detaches itself and stares at you yourself from this like an out-of-body experience in disbelief and says, really? Did you really say that? So going down memory lane every now and again is an important activity. And if you can write about those times, you help preserve your own piece of history and your traditions that your children and your children's children can treasure. So what things about your childhood, your traditions and memories can you think about? And I'd advise you to or encourage you to take time to journal or create an art journal page about these times. So I look forward to having you join me for tomorrow's post where I will be sharing about the Gratitudes and Celebrations Challenge. And I hope that you have been able to find some time to challenge, to be creative and to stretch yourself. So why not join the blog? Um, As I say, the um, details is in the description and sign up to the mailing list And we continue to dive into some exciting challenges and look at ways in which they can impact on your own life. So I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Just remember, it's never too late to start. So take care for now and see you tomorrow. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents thank you for listening to this week's podcast. You can check me out on my blog or YouTube channel for more creative insights, videos and reviews. Stay blessed and be a blessing.